Rob Fiorentino. What's your name? My name is Louis Hout Prokop. Louis, <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. Do you have any words that you live by, Louis? Uh, I have three right now. I love that you have three of these. Let's do this as a countdown. So here, ladies and gentlemen. Like a top three? <laughs> here are our top three words from Lewis Hout Prokop. First, number three. Humor. That's right. Humor is number three. <laughs> now, next on our show, number two. Sustainability. Sustainability. A word that we all love and also an action that we all should be participating in. And now we've come to that point in the program that I think you've all been waiting for. It's the number one word from Lewis Hout Prokop. But before we get to that number one word, we've got a long distance dedication from Grover in Sesame Street. Grover writes, Dear Casey, I've been living here on Sesame Street for many years, and I've learned a lot of words, mostly by listening to your top three words show every week. It's been amazing, and I love your program. But what I really want to know is what is Lewis's number one word. So that's from my friend from Sesame Street. To you, Lewis Hout Prokop. Well, Casey, before I share my number one word, speaking of Sesame Street, I'm getting the idea that you actually might be not who you say you are, because I'm getting a distinct, in your voice, the sound of Big Bird after he's been at the blackjack table a little bit too long, an all-night blackjack session with Big Bird. Just a little bit. So I'm wondering. You know, I can understand why you might hear that lilt in my voice. And I'll tell you something. I didn't want to come out in public and say this, but Big Bird is a friend of mine. And we've Makes been going sense. to Gamblers Anonymous for 30 years. And frankly, sometimes I just sound like him. I get it. I'm not sure if I was supposed to give that away, but there you go. That's okay. Well. Uh, my number one word. If oh, that's right. We are doing the number one word from Lewis Hout Prokop. That word is balance. There you have it, folks. The number one word this week for Lewis Hout Prokop, balance. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. So uh, what's our topic today, Lewis? Oh, we got a good one, Rob. Uh, this one comes up a lot. And I think now that we're safely into 2023, I think it's a great time to bring this up. All right. Uh, as we are, what, now almost six weeks in 
Uh-huh. I feel like the the dust has settled. Any uh, sense of I was going to stick to a resolution is either stuck <laughs> or uh, is well in the you know is this like the, mirror. Is this like the 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 where we've hit like the the boundary of 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 New Year's resolutions? It's like uh, f- February thirteenth. <laughs> well, there's like a if you haven't lived magical... up to it by now, then just forget about it and just give up. There's a magical number, right? That you have to do something for so long before it becomes just a thing you like do. Like a habit. Sure. I think yeah. I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard all yeah. different ones. I've heard like, oh, you do something for 30 days and it'll, it's a new habit. And I've heard right. whatever. something like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this one comes up a lot for us, uh, this particular topic. So it is kind of a prediction as well. As you know, Rob, uh, we are very in tune with what's going on sometimes before others. So this 100%. makes a lot of sense. Um, well, we are so in the media. So, I mean, obviously we are, we are, we, uh, we are we trying to, we're always trying to be one step ahead of our audience so we That's can right. provide that insight so that they can, you know, plan their steps accordingly. Yeah. As they will. I mean, that's, uh, that's the value of listening to the show, to be honest. I mean, I don't know else why you would. Um, right. <laughs> Whoa, slow down. <laughs> don't analyze that too much. So what's, <laughs> what's, <laughs> Wait, wait, what's the topic then? <laughs> Major websites that will hmm. be obsolete this year. Okay. So not only are we going to identify the websites, but we're going to kind of give a, a little background information about why these websites are going to fail so dramatically this year. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, it feels like yesterday, honestly, I don't know about for you, Rob, mm-hmm. when I used to get in the mail, maybe once a week, uh, a CD for AOL. Oh. Sure. You know, oh, absolutely. I remember those. AOL. Yeah. Late nineties. Uh, Welcome to the late nineties, everybody. I mean, you would get those, especially towards the end of their run. You would get I, I would just get stacks of them. Yeah. And you like, literally you'd get one a day. One a day. Almost. Could, uh, yeah. It's just like it's crazy. It's like who's who even has the capacity to print this many CDs? I think they were already printed. And then they start oh. to see the writing on the wall and they're like, uh. we need to get these out as fast as possible because <laughs> just by accident, the sheer volume, mm-hmm. somebody will put it into their disk drive and it'll start up and we'll just get the one. And then that's all we need right now. We, and need. we have to tell our shareholders and we got another one. That's right. We got another one. And pretty soon Time Warner's going to acquire us and uh, it's going to be great. AOL Time Warner is going to be the next dominant country. Oh, wait, that didn't work out that well. Um, but yeah, that was the idea. Yeah. They yeah. are, but instead they turned out to be inflammable. The discs <sighs> or the company? Oh, good, good question. What's the difference between flammable and inflammable? Flammable, that can be caught on fire. Inflammable means it cannot be caught on fire. Sorry, that was a trick question. They both mean exactly the same thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> really and truly. <laughs> well, I tip my hat to you. I had uh-huh. no idea. I well, learned see, something. You know, I learned today. that on a website. So, a website. Which website did you learn this on? Uh, Miriam Webster Dictionary dot uh, Miriam Webster dot com. Oh well, I hate to tell you, Rob, but that's definitely one that's going down this year. Uh, oh, I mean, Chat GPT is going to take it over, take over everything. Yeah, I mean. At what point do we need to look something up? Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, if you've got chat, chat GPT on your side, you can pretty much explain anything. 
and have it make sense. Right. Almost. And that's the the interesting thing about AI, right? I was listening to a a different podcast and there are a couple of folks talking about this. Wait, there there, there are, there are, there are other, other, other podcasts. There are other podcasts, uh, not as informative (laughs) or as forward thinking as ours. So this is already perhaps knowledge that everybody knows, but I feel like it's worth repeating. Please continue. Um, for the context of sorts, uh, AI is great and all, but if it, it is not to a point yet where it's thinking for itself. It only repeats what we already tell mm. it. So it takes information that it knows out there because we've already said it knows the information. Right. It doesn't think for itself yet. Mm-hmm. So we give it the wrong information. It comes back and says, that's the information. Geigo. Uh, Guy, what? What? Geigo. Oh, that was a term in computer science. Geigo, garbage in, garbage out. Oh, I thought you were like trying to sell me on insurance. There, <clears> like, <throat> with the, the <clears throat> Geico, you know, the, the Geico insurance. Sure. Yeah. The ape man. The the, lizard the, thing. The lizard ape man. Wait, that's a different. But that's uh, not what you're talking about. Ape no, man. it's Geico. Garbage Geigo. in, garbage out. Garbage Sorry. I just, just, just made me think of Geico. So, you know, hey, Geico. Well, like Geico. Well, it's like it's Christopher Walken. Hey, everybody. You know, or maybe it's maybe it's Casey K. Maybe it's Casey K. Hey everybody, welcome to American Top Forty. Did you ever listen to American Top Forty with Casey Kasem? Keep your feet no, on the ground. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Hey everybody, welcome to American Top Forty, where we play the hits. <laughs> now here's Banana Rama with "Aren't They Beautiful." See that was that was, wow. was Casey. K- you missed a lot of Casey Kasem. That's a that's a DJ voice if I've ever heard one. <laughs> that's right. You know, like you know, Casey. DJ. You know what else Casey Kasem was, was famous for? He was the voice of Shaggy in Scooby Doo. The original, the original classic Shaggy huh. was played by Casey Casey Kasem. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Now was Casey Kasem. Uh, like a household name at the time of Scooby Doo, or was it like, ooh, that's a know, good, that's a was very it like a good ba- question. Like a yeah. buried lead kind of thing. Like I'm going to play a low key character that no one's ever going to know it's me, so I just get to have this fun job, and then somebody be like, oh, at a party, like, oh yeah, I'm by the right. Scooby Doo as well. Yeah. Like, or is it like you know, no name situation mm-hmm. yet, and just trying to put your thing out there, however you can, and yeah. you get the job is. Um, so he's he kind of comes uh, into the interview with the American Top Forty people. He's like, <clears throat> you know, he's like, "Hey, everybody, I, I I hear you got a job for me. Well, is that is that true? You got do, do you looking for somebody for Scooby or no or or Shaggy or what's the story? Who are you looking for?" Well, I guess I'm uh, I'm always looking for the the big role, you know. I got to make big my role. breaks, so I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking the dog, right? The dog is the one that solves the crime. Yes, right, right. Well, I have this little radio show called American Top Forty, where we go through the greatest hits of America, and I think that's the kind of experience that makes me perfect to play Shaggy. Well, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You'd be in touch with the uh, the common person. You would know uh, the right inflection to use. And uh, that's right. You could really drive the character in a, a way that speaks to a lot of different audiences. So when it, the end of the episode comes up and it's time to reveal the criminal, I can say with all truth and drama that he is the number one criminal that week. That's intense. I know. So, I mean, how could you not get the job after an interview like that? Right. I would, uh, 
I would feel like I missed out on an opportunity if mm. I walked out of that room and hadn't said, yes, that's what that. Right. That's a, that's a happen. buy in the room. That's a you sign the contract right now. Martha, get the lawyers in here. We got to get Mr. Kasem on contract. Yeah, that's I mean, you can't let him walk across the street to another. I mean, then, then what is he? He's going to go to Hanna-Barbera next and then he's just going to be <laughs> playing Fred Flintstone. I mean, come on. No, definitely not. I, so, Martha. <laughs> Wait, no, what was wasn't Fred's wife? What was Fred's <laughs> wife? Velma? No, uh, wait, Velma was no, no, uh, nice. Uh, Fred, Fred and uh, Wilma. Fred and Bar- Wilma. 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 And then we had Fr- then we had Barney. Barney and, and uh uh, yeah, Wilma though. Wilma was Fred's wife. Sure, Wilma. <laughs> but Barney, did he ever? Wilma, get in the room. I'm gonna need some help. Come on down. That's if Casey Kasem would have gotten the part of Fred Flintstone. It just yes. doesn't make sense. No, no. That's why you got to get him in the room. Get the lawyers in here. We're signing this contract. Have you ever had a contract situation where? you wish you could go back in time and like sign that person or sign that whatever it is, like that big regret that they went on to do something amazing. You mean like I didn't buy Bitcoin in 2010 kind of a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's doing great. No. Well, no, but I mean, if you would have bought Bitcoin in 2010 and then sold. Oh, and then sold in 2020. It. Okay. In but, 2020. Although, sure. If even you, now, even if you sold today, it's still worth what, what twenty or thirty thousand dollars per coin. Well, I mean, at that point, they were going for like four. I think fourteen cents a coin was the the cheapest. So you could wow. really you could really make a bundle. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Casey Kasem in his interview for the Flintstones. Ah, uh, that's the secret to doing a good impression. You have to say the person's name you're trying to you know, you're trying to do before the, the, the impression. <laughs> do you do That's, any, do you do any impressions, Lewis? Do I do any, I don't know if I do any impressions. Yeah. I, you know, you're making me really wonder about that. Um, well, I, don't, well, I can't, I mean, I occasionally do a trumpet, but that's not a person. N- n- no, unless it was a famous trumpet. No, it's not. It's just you a know, random like trumpet. If it was one of the 76 trombones, maybe, you know, Occasionally, I'll just break out some big band one sure. trumpet thing, and that'll drive people nuts for a while. Uh, I think that counts. That counts. Um, so that's one. So you can do counts. a trumpet. Okay. That counts. That's one. Sure. I'll give you that one. Absolutely. I think if I had to do one, if I had to like get really good at an impression, mm-hmm. and this was like the thing I actually spent a ton of time on, I would want to do not an adult but like a kid. Okay. I don't know who yet though. Oh, I see. So maybe like a uh, 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 a spanky from the little rascals. That would be good or uh Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone or something. Sure. That sure. would be fun. All you have to do is just um, scream for that one. That's one line, not even. Well, that's true. Yeah, I wonder if they yeah, did he get paid by the line? Does that count as a line? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's who tough knows? on that the when the writers arbitration in that movie comes down, you know, who wrote the scream? Hmm. Or was anyway, it maybe yeah. improvised and oh. just went with it? That could be it too. Yeah. Boy, that's a good point. That could have been improvised. 
That's yeah. the kind of clever improvisation that uh, Macaulay Culkin is really known for. Yeah, I feel like uh, I think I think Macaulay Culkin needs to relaunch something. Really? Oh yeah, like be good. hasn't been in a movie for a while. I feel like enough of the. How old is he now? You think? He, I mean, he's like thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Okay, so he he's he's still youngish. Oh yeah, he could be a leading yeah. man in a romantic comedy. Like come into a scene, or not a scene, but a whole film, perhaps, mm-hmm. or even a show. Like like a I don't know something he could play. I think a lot of different characters and we would accept that this isn't the home alone kid because it's been, yeah. So long. Or if he, or he could be like a Marvel superhero there. Ooh, I aren't like there that. any, are there any Christmas themed superheroes? Wouldn't that be interesting? He could play like, a, I mean, besides Santa Claus. No. Yeah. Do they have like a super Santa super Santa? Where he rips off his red coat and there's a Superman underneath it. No, but you were onto something, uh, a combination we, of, Santa huh. and Superman. Superman didn't I die. Santa, just Santa. I believe Santa is in the public domain. If I if I'm not mistaken about that, so yeah, we could easily integrate that. I think <clears> Disney's <throat> trying to buy him, but not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just become one of those icons at the top of the Hallmark. Street. I think Hallmark had bid uh, first dibs on Santa before Disney, but yeah, it's one of those two. <sighs> Do you have any Hallmark ornaments, like those signature ornaments they put out each year for different themes? You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. What I, themes do you have at your I, house? We, <laughs> well, I do have some Star Wars ornaments. Hallmark Star Wars? No, not Hallmark. I don't have oh. any Hallmark stuff. I mean, oh, you don't? Okay. I don't have any official Hallmark thing. Well, but we have, you, then. but I have, yeah, I know. Do you, some, you must have some then. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my, uh, Let's hear it. Let's hear my, the rundown. My lovely family in Iowa sends us at least several of these every year, and okay. usually they have at least some theme in common. Um, for years and years, we've been getting Christmas vacation ones. Like, I mean, from Clark Chevy Griswold. Chase's Chevy yes. Chase's European vaca- vacation uh, uh, horrible Not European sequel. Yet. No, I know. Oh, was Christmas before Only, European? Uh, Christmas, I think, was after. Okay, so yeah, it was the it was the sequel to European Vacation. Yes. So but lots worse. of Christmas if vacation. That's possible. <laughs> and and then also the original vacation as well with the right. Wally Which World is, stuff. I believe, is actually a good movie. It it's been a Personally. while since I've seen either one, but we've sure. been receiving these and they're not. Now are small. they like Chevy Chase oh, yeah. ornaments? And they I mean, make sounds. Uh like they no. have clips from the movie, not the real people doing it, but they're really oh, close. <laughs> Uh, you got, uh, you got, I mean, we have a ton of them. We have the ones where he's lighting up the, the, the lights and it doesn't work and it does. We have, um, uh, we have the, oh, the old Buick with the tree on the top that they yanked out of the forest and it's like, you know, giant tree. Uh, we got the eggnog cup and it has a little dialogue between, um, Clark and his brother, Eddie about, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. So glad you could be here. Ha ha ha. Sarcastic stuff. Um, you know, because they don't like each other. Well, is that Randy Quaid? Yeah. His brother. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it was Randy Quaid. Yep. So we have too many of these things and we have to like, we try Which to. you know, away. you know that it was Randy Quaid, Quaid because you hear his voice every Christmas. Yes. I was uh, just taking a, a wild guess. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was right. The pretend Randy Quaid. Right, you know, that's not an impression that gets a lot of call for, you know, you don't hear the, Hey, do Randy Quaid, you know, <laughs> you don't hear that very much. Right. I mean, they want, people want Jimmy Stewart or they don't want Jimmy Stewart as much anymore. Cause he's no longer with us, but you know, 
I think Jimmy Stewart has an audience, but it's not as well known. Well, no, no, Oscars, Oscars, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want a big one. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 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 So wait, okay. You have Star Wars ornaments, but not Hallmark. And you have something else as a collection, maybe. We have, well, I have most of my ornamentation is more along the toy line. So I have, you know, I have various uh, figurines around my office. I have, uh, you know, Doctor Who stuff here and there, right there. And I've got, I've got a little, oh, just reaching up here for this one here. You can see it. There's a little R2-D2. R2-D2, yep. Yeah, I've got two R2-D2s in my, I probably have three or four R2-D2s in my room. But yeah, that's kind of more my jam. I, we don't really do the big Christmas ornamenty decoration. I mean, we do some decoration. We put up some lights mm-hmm. and we have, we have a little tree where we put the presents around and, you know. But yeah. we mostly do pagan rituals here, you know, we just oh. with, yeah, you know, just some boiling blood and, you know, mix it up with some leaves and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Now on a, a really, cookie. really cold day, do you have that boiling blood mixture and you can go outside and throw it in the air and watch it freeze or no? You can do that. That's actually really fun. I've done, I did that as a kid. But what we like to do oh, now is we actually take the blood and just kind of smear it all over our bodies. Yep. And that provides kind of a little extra layer of warmth. Now, where does the, the do you get your uh, blood like wholesale or is it, how do you? Oh, at the, at the, at the, at uh, the, at the butcher shop. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's got, he's got like leftover blood. So it's kind of blood of of pigs it's, it's really all of them it's like he's got some chicken blood i think he's got a little turkey definitely cow and pig so i mean just kind of mix it together if you get it at the right time of year you can also get sheep blood in there too i mean that's what yeah. i like i like the blended blood yeah as opposed to just like a pure pure blood i don't you know i'm not i'm not made of money so i mean if i'm no. gonna go and they basically I mean, perform the same anyways right anyway exactly yeah. yeah so that's yeah yeah well you're I mean, that's good. You're recycling things that would otherwise be thrown away. It's like totally. you know, using more of the product. And so that's more environmentally friendly for sure. hundred percent. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's important to us too. You know, I mean, it's being environmentally friendly. Are there any, anybody who's environmentally grumpy? Hmm. I think there are people out there because they get lazy yeah. about, you know, throwing something away sure. in the right bin or something, or even taking the time for it. Uh, Those are the same people that bitch about uh, the world being too woke. For them, I think Ugh, too woke, too round. Yeah, too. You know, all the things that make it more complicated. <laughs> I think there's a lot yeah. of calculus involved when you're trying to figure out like the circumference of the Earth and stuff like that. It'd be a lot easier if it was just. I mean, it would be a lot easier if everybody just realized that it was flat. I was in an internet rabbit hole the other day, and I came across an old ad from. I want to say it's probably the 80s, maybe late 70s of a reporter interviewing some folks in rural Wisconsin about the upcoming changes to uh, how much you can consume of alcohol before you can drive or before you can drive and get knocked in trouble. And they're interviewing these folks. They're like, well, I just don't understand. You get off your work shift and you need to have a couple of beers. And that, that means what's up They're next. They're going to tell us you have to wear seatbelts and you're going to like it was helmets when you wear out a motorcycle. For God's sakes, what's the world coming was, to? Uh, 
it was uh, sort of wild to think that, you know, there wasn't that long ago when we questioned more about these kinds yeah. of things. And I certainly am not subscribing to these beliefs. But uh, yes, uh, when things are more more woke and more round and more, um, I don't want to say regulated because that's healthy. Let's just say healthy. 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 Yes. Yeah. Healthy. I think there's a lot of anti-healthy people out there. They think it's some kind of mark of honor. They're like rebels. They're like punk rock. Like, I don't want to be healthy. I'm punk rock. Oh, I can get paid. I can do anything. Fuck that healthy shit. I don't want that. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's, they're, they're, they're putting a marker down. Those are the people that I like to call people that have testosterone poisoning. That is what <laughs> I think those people are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just have this image of a, a punk rock show, and instead of like, people spitting on each other they're like you know passing out carrots and vegetables and oh you know, yeah you know, sh shaking hands and like here's a cabbage live longer and stuff yeah. like that but and, then, that's... And, then, and then you've got kind of the 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 high school girls who are over there and they're kind of handing out little fruit platters they oh, want to sure. they want to be different you know <laughs> yep but still healthy. I mean, it's still all about healthiness, but they have, you know, they want It to is. Be that is the focus from beginning yeah. to the end. Um right. Uh, maybe not a sense of like where it's going, but like this is living in the moment. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you've got that one, you know, assistant vice principal who just doesn't believe in all this woke stuff and is just trying to kind of give the kids a taste of reality because they need that reality to teach them that the world is a shitty place and people are going to shit on them. And if I don't shit on you, then you'll never learn how easy it is to be shit on. Oof. That's why. Keep, sorry. <laughs> keep We're your back. feet on the ground and keep, keep reaching for the stars. That, I mean, that is a good lesson, honestly. Keep your feet on yeah. the ground. And keep reaching for the stars. Right. That was Casey like Kasem's Tag both line. ways at the same time. I know it's like stretching. It's like oh, I get a good stretch. While still maintaining your your grounding. Exactly. Be grounded, but go for it. Stay here, but go there. Take the ground with you. <laughs> take the ground with you. Put some glue on your shoes and take that road right with you. Right, right. And don't get into white balloons that fly twelve miles above the. Ground. No, place, no, right? that's that's not a good. Yeah, if I was an owner of a white balloon right now, I would be, I, I would be strongly considering a new paint job. Yeah, uh, I mean the the whole point of having a white balloon, right, is that you have less heat. Probably, it probably lasts longer. Sure, reflects the sun more. Oh, absolutely. So it, it definitely changes the game. Um, Although, if it was so, what if it was black? Wouldn't the sun hit that and then? It'd heat up much faster, for sure. So it'd go really high. So they wouldn't, but then at night, it would give off its heat faster as well. Cause it black, black yes, becomes yes. hotter and loses its heat. Faster. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, it'd be would, so maybe white is just to be kind of consistent. I think so. Yeah. It probably, so you, you know, doesn't take any dyes either. So like it's probably cheaper to manufacture. Uh, you know, sure. Lots of factors. Do you think they have like tie dye balloons? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Like a big giant tie dye balloon that they maybe they have to wrap it up with like telephone cable and then like 
dunk it in the ocean with a big crane and a, and they dunk it and bloop, 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 and then they got to like pour all this dye into the ocean or, and then it the dunk it and dunk it and, dunk it and finally it's on. And then they can finally untie the giant telephone cable. And you look at that and you go, wow, that is a piece of art. That can collect my information any day. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If they, that's the thing. These Chinese, I mean, the Chinese people with the, not the Chinese people, but the Chinese uh, government government with their, you know, spy program. It's just, it's like, come on guys, have a little creativity, have a little pride in workmanship. You know, I mean, in some ways it sounds like they were pretty creative. They picked the thing you weren't looking for. Oh, sure. Hiding I mean, how, plain, how many hiding in plain sight have yeah. you, Right. I, I mean, sometimes it's rare, at least in my experience, but occasionally you do see a balloon floating way mm. high up and you're like, okay, it flew off of that event nearby. You know, right. the fair is in town. It's like, that's, and it's so high up. It's a very tiny little dot, but what if it mm-hmm. actually is that high up, but it's actually much bigger? You would never know. So how creative is that? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, you're so and right. It's like, well, we better go track down that loose balloon. It's like, well, we got other things to do down here. No, uh, so that's the thing. I mean, we should really be looking at who's the people that are responsible for making that white balloon. And oh, well, you got to be. Let's, let's get that, let's sure. get let's get them over here working for the CIA because those are the creative people. We need to start. We need to start recruiting these people working for the good guys. <laughs> right. It gets back to us that like these are designed by. Uh, the, the good folks over at Party City. And uh, suddenly now they're in the, the CIA business. <laughs> they're like, oh, I just... Uh, yeah, I, was saying, I was looking at your uh, your diagram here and I noticed the blueprint has uh, Party City on the bottom. Is that the... Well, yes, uh, we got this uh, design from Party City. You see, uh, we had a Party City down here in Louisiana. And, uh, I like to make my balloons with the... the fine, fine. I mean, when you're, when you're shopping for balloons in uh, Louisiana, I like to buy locally, if you know what I mean. Well, and sir, uh, the, this uh, balloon is obviously uh, purchased in uh, China. It's, uh, it says made in China right here, and it has uh, on this boat that's just docked from China. Well, I think you might be mistaken there, son. I think you might want to reevaluate your position. I mean, eventually we're going to find one that just says, like, you know, over the hill, happy 40th on it. And, you know, <laughs> those are all black. Those are always black balloons, though. Not white. <laughs> we had a, did you ever, have you ever had a, a big, a big, uh, like 50th birthday party where you had like black balloons and a cake made out of a, a tombstone and, uh, you know, and no, and, I uh, haven't, but I vividly remember one of my uncle's birthdays when he turned 30. Mm-hmm. I was a little kid, but I remember so clearly because it was a toilet cake. <laughs> It was white. It had a white lid. You lifted it up. There was a yellow jello wow. insert. It had like, like a liftable a, lid. Yes, there was. That's a, amazing. Then there was a uh, like a a Snickers bar jammed into the, the <laughs> <laughs> to the yellow jello, and it was like I didn't fully understand at the time, but the idea was you hit thirty, it's all down the toilet. <laughs> Wow, the Snickers bar—that's a—that's a stroke of genius it. right there. I'll I mean, never, that's that's right out of, out of out uh, of out of. Uh, uh, yes, oh, uh, um, Caddyshack. Yes. Hello, Caddyshack. Yep, it's still good. Still, <laughs> it's still good. No big deal. No big deal. It's fine. Uh, 
Hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, that's the one I'm thinking of. I've never had my own cake that's anywhere near that. Yeah. That one's burned in my brain. Um, mm-hmm. How about you? Have you had... Well, no, we, of- I didn't... We did that for my uh, my my former father-in-law. We did his 50th birthday party and black balloons. We all wore, you know, black funeral I, oh, clothing okay. to his birthday party. It did was, he know you were going to do that? No, it was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> It was a surprise birthday party. Everybody's in black. <laughs> we've got the cake. Wow. That's like we've got the tombstone cake. It's the whole the whole deal. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure he really appreciated it that much, to be honest. I see. If I ever had something like that for me, or I was a part of it, I would be constantly thinking. This little voice in my head would be like, "You're doing this. It's kind of funny, right?" But what if it actually means something? Like you're going to feel terrible if this person passes away in six months or this year. You're like, mm-hmm. you would never be able to no, like I, fully let that no, go. No, I'm not a really superstitious person, but you know what? I some of those connections I have to wonder. Like, am I pushing it too far? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he lived at least another 25 years. I'm not sure how oh, old fine. he was. I'm not sure how old he was when he passed away. But yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, well, I think we ought to, let's, uh, let's get started, shall we? Oh yeah, let's definitely get back to this. <sighs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> hey everybody, welcome to Tangents Only. I am Rob Fiorandino. I am Louis Hout Prokop. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>